A Podcast One production. Henry VIII was the fattest monarch in British history, but he didn't just eat steak and two veg. He ate some of the weirdest animals uh, you've ever heard of, and even including some that you've never heard of. Joining me to discuss this today is Dom Knight, Chris Taylor, and Andrew Hanson. I'm Charles Firth. Welcome to another episode of... Cat's Pyjamas or Cat's Piss with the Chaser. First of all, I'm going to just run through the sort of standard foods that you'd have on a standard day. So, right. Yeah. On, well, on, he's not entertaining. This is just him and his wife. Him, him, oh, him at home. Yeah. Before right. a beheading, yeah. what they're going to have when they wake up. And, oh, okay, and, yep, yep. And so on a standard day, it would just be him and 600 courtiers. Um, <laughs> this is honestly true. <laughs> right. Sitting down for dinner. And dinner for, for dinner. Dinner was at 10 a.m. So, oh, 10 a.m. <laughs> yeah. So, so breakfast. So, first of all, cat's pajamas or cat's fears. 10 a.m. to sit down for dinner. Now, I'm, I'm, based on the, the paintings of Henry VIII, I'm thinking he's got a pretty big appetite. I reckon he probably ate more than the 600 courtiers put together. And it probably took him from 10 a.m. till after midnight to put all the meal, all the food away. Oh, was yeah, that why? Yeah. Was it a, was it so early because it was such a long dinner and he was always a slow eater? Or well, it, it or, or is it the reverse that it's a very late dinner? It's just taken them that long to prepare the previous evening's meal. Oh. <laughs> by the time they laid out all the courses, well, they didn't have it was ten a.m. in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I think part of it was that they didn't really have breakfast. They, for breakfast, you only had what you'd have is a little piece of bread and a little glass of beer. So that's that's what you would have <laughs> for breakfast. Yeah, yeah. breakfast really? of champions. Now hang on, when you say when you say dinner, is it like? Because I had went, I had school dinners when I was a kid in the UK, and that was just lunch. I thought it was going to be very fancy, and we'd have it's just a regular lunch. School uh, dinner, oh, but they called it dinner. They called it then, dinner, and then at night time they have what supper, 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 supper. supper. tea. Yeah. Mm, they call it dinner. Supper. It's four, high tea. Yeah, they have high tea. So a dinner is fourteen courses long. Sure, at ten a.m. At ten a.m. Well, every day. And, but and also I, I do um, exaggerating a little bit. It did <laughs> over the course of Henry's life. It went from being at ten a.m. up to sort of became about midday after a while. Oh, right. He, he, he became very fat. He, he, he ended uh, up harder to get to the table, so they allowed another two hours for him to roll out of bed. That's right. Because he ended up being 54 inches wide, which is mm. quite wide. Like, but it's actually not, is it? Like, I, went and I checked out his suits of armour mm. on, a, on a holiday once. You know, they were on display. And, like, compared to just, you know, the average Aussie now, mm. he was svelte. He was trim. <laughs> That's really he depressing. Was, he was just like a, a sort of slim, but, you, you know, the sort of guy you'd walk past and go, oh, he's in good shape today. Henry, Henry's looking quite good <laughs> but, lately. But I think for his time he was... Oh, for his time he was enormous. He was big, but... But wasn't it wasn't it sort of roundness and size celebrated? It was a sign mm. of prosperity and wealth. If you're a little bit big, it, it meant I've eaten sixteen <laughs> pheasants before just, breakfast. Well, yeah, well this is right it, because it, it distinguished you from peasants yes. because peasants weren't really um, they didn't really eat meat, much meat at all. They were basically vegetarians. They were basically vegans. Right. Um, so, Ahead of their time. Yeah, and mm. and so it was sort of like if you're thin and svelte and everything like that, it's like oh, oh you look like a peasant. Were there still lunch and dinner later? In in the day, or was yeah. dinner the, at ten o'clock the main meal of the day, or is that you're just getting started? No, no, you you would have dinner. That, that was the main meal of the day. It was was the ten a.m. meal, but it was called dinner, and it was called dinner. And then you would ha- yeah, you, later on they had five 
meals a day. So <laughs> just the just the five. <laughs> what on top of the f- yeah. fourteen courses each? Yeah, so, <laughs> well, it depends what class you're in. Like if what? you were if you were just a middle class or a peasant or something like that, you would have just three meals a day. Yeah. But the royal court had had five meals a day. Definitely, With yeah. five. Yeah. Well, but this is what you do to be healthy now. Is mm. I read that Hugh Jackman eats five meals a day to yeah. get all buff and everything. You know, you're supposed to have five small meals. He, his aren't fourteen courses though. Yeah, The Rock has about seven meals a day. I think they're almost all cod. Mm. Right. He loves a bit of cod, the rock. Is yeah, that yeah. right? So what, if, if Henry VIII's knocking off 16 courses at 10am, when's he backing up for lunch? Right, yeah. 10.30? 10.30. <laughs> 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 He's like the guy well, in the meaning of life sketch. No, no. He's constantly sitting at this table demanding oh, yeah. more, but slowly ballooning. No, but so lunch, lunch everywhere, even amongst sort of normal peasants and things like that, would last at least a couple of hours, two or three hours was the standard time for, for this dinner sort of um, first period. meal of the day. Yeah, first dinner. meal of the day. They had nothing mm-hmm. to do, did they? Uh, so, you know, so presumably you'd get out off the table at sort of 1, one thirty two that sort of time, mm. and then I suppose stop, lunch must stop, be yeah. sort of 3 or 4. Would it? You're just guessing. You yeah. don't know what time. No, I, no, I don't know. No, I, I have no <laughs> idea. Just but guess. I'm just guess. I'm trying to host. work out how you'd fit <laughs> in five fucking meals a day. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of which, Henry, I mean, he's quite a large man. He did a lot of shagging. I mean, all those different wives and affairs going mm. on. Imagine how mm. fat he'd be if he never, if he never had sex. Well, actually, yeah. Well, did, did he do a lot of shagging? I mean, well, yeah. just because he married a lot didn't mean he did a lot of shagging. Oh, In fact, some people would argue when you're married, you do less. Uh, yeah. So maybe the reason, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to, you know, generalise about marriages and, and sexual frequency, but but I don't think he was known oh, to have a I don't think he was mass- a reader. I don't think he, from what I know, and maybe Charles can correct us, no, he didn't have a huge libido because he was so, he had such a food coma well, he all was, the time. Well, he was, he was diabetic, so right. he couldn't feel uh-huh. his extreme. Extremities very well, apparently, by the end. Interesting. Um, oh, right. And you're right. Uh, despite his six wives uh, and countless mistresses, apparently, he was apparently a bit of a prude. Yeah, right. Yes. Oh, was, so he? was he, he? He sort of looked down on just people we, going See, I always thought, given, given that Henry VIII founded the Anglican Church mm. um, and he created a whole new church in order to marry his, his second wife, mm. I always thought it was kind of awesome that that incredibly prudish church was founded by a massive root rat. But no. No. It's consistent. Mm. No, it's sort of the least sexy adultery ever. He mm. literally cheated on his wife to form a religion, <laughs> which is not hot. That's not sexy. It wasn't that he they found someone younger and hotter. He did uh, it too because the church wouldn't let him divorce. Mm. So the only way to get around that was to create the Church of England. Well, there was another way. You realise later you just kill the wife. But, but yeah. in the first instance, he had to go and start another church. Yeah, but mm. no, he wasn't was Randy. Well, and, yeah. and nor would you be if you'd eaten 16 courses for, at 10am. Now, no, Charles, no. can you tell us? But, but, can we just... But, I'll just break it down. I want to I hear the course. No, well, I'll just finish that thought, which what? is that the way he, he courted women was by giving them food. That's like, invite them to lunch and they never leave. (laughs) Before he goes married, it becomes a hostage situation. (laughs) So Catherine of Aragon, I think it was, he sent her, uh, so a deer was like the best meat to get. Oh, deer meat. Um, and so he said, uh, sent her a heart, like a, a, a heart. baby. No, a oh, b- baby. That's Shakespeare's favourite pun. Heart. All three Shakespeare plays, a heart? No, a heart. That's, that's Shakespeare yeah, wit. Right. H-A-R-T. Mm-hmm. He sent her one and she immediately went, oh, okay, I'll, you know. If you give me a deer, yeah. buckle up, big boy. Kids do this today like millennials if they have a Tinder match. So they first of all send some mints. 
That's <laughs> why Instagram is actually just pornography. Yeah. Or instead those. of dick pics, mm. spotted dick pics. Hey. <laughs> Which I think was an old English recipe. <laughs> oh, that was in my school dinners. Uh, we that? had spotted yeah. dick. Was that Did a sausage have... in mashed potato? No, it's trifle in custard. Is it? Uh, like, when, you're talking, when you're talking custard, Taylor, you're talking your mind goes straight to sex. Am I Let's thinking toad in the hole? What's the sausage oh, in the mouth? That's toad in the hole. Toad yeah, the that's hole. toad in the hole. Anyway, so can we anyway, get sorry. can we get to uh, yes. some what, of the what's on the menu? We'll just run through some of the menu, and you say whether it's cat's piss or cat's pajamas. Okay. Oh, that's right. The premise of the thing. Yeah. Grill. So first of all, they had to have twenty different varieties of meat per meal. That's wow. What, that's what he insisted. Are there twi- yes. What? And so, yes, exactly. This is where you just go, oh, my goodness. Like, you can name maybe four or five, and then you start getting really obscure. Yeah. So, grilled beaver's tails. <laughs> no. Cat's piece or cat's pyjamas. How's, how's it done? Oh, no, wait a minute, wait a minute. No, sorry, the, that's on a non-meat day you could eat be, 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 beaver's tails. Oh, that's a vegetarian because, option. Because, no, because what? by Christian Whoa. tradition, medieval people classified beavers as fish. So you could eat oh, them on on Because they're Wednesdays in the water building their dams. Oh, yeah, yeah right. See, okay. it's a tricky argument to mm. make because it would be, I, I haven't eaten beaver tail, but I assume yeah. it's closer to meat than fish. Oh, yeah, no, it, it is meat. It's basically. But, but he, they, they, had a, they had a loophole. Yeah. yeah. So anything mm. like an otter or a narwhal, which I presume right. was one of his meats. Mm. He was could a fish. <laughs> yeah. Did any, any, any animal well, that wandered near water, was that a fish? A like salop. if the horse, the horse yeah. went into the river, that's a fish. Well, actually. A fisherman. Actually, a fisherman well, eats a fish. Whale meat was was commonly a fi- like was considered a fish. Like that was one of the oh. ones they. Well, like they ate. that makes sense. Yeah. It's a sea animal. I'm going to come out and say I think grilled beaver tail. I think that's cat's pizza. I think you'd absolutely stew it. You'd stew. You put a lot of spices in. But don't, I don't want you to grill it. That'd be terrible. Oh. I just you're on charred. No, I don't want the char. I want you to basically stew it as as long as you can until it no longer tastes anything like beaver or tail. When that did I'm in. the <laughs> Was it America that sort of came up with the the euphemism for cunnilingus to eat beaver? Mm. Or, 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 or do you think that would have been something that hailed from King Henry VIII? Henry, yeah. I mean, because that's how you would have sold it. Like, yeah. who wants to eat beaver this morning? Yeah. <laughs> Grill some beaver tail. Yeah. All these American tourists, I'm in. And yeah. 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 Frat parties suddenly signing yeah. up to Hampton Court. Yeah, look, I, I'm an adventurous eater, so cats. I'll be cat's pyjamas on most of these. You, you'd have I would, grilled beaver tail. I would try it cooked anyway, but grilled, fine, sure. Did they eat the rest of the beaver or just the tail? Oh, well, then now we've got a food waste situation. Yeah. So well, if they're do. just killing the beaver for the tail and then yeah, throwing the rest out of scraps, then Craig Rewcastle suddenly got a problem with this, doesn't More he? More yeah. waste, yeah. yeah. What about the beaver rump? The, the beaver well, breast. What, what they did, they they definitely ate the insides of the be- the rest of the beaver. Oh, yeah. the lungs, beaver offal. The lungs and spleen. And even of the beaver. Yeah. Wow. Um, wow. And they and they would uh, soak them in brine or vinegar before serving them. They were actually That's, much better back then at using the whole animal. Oh, yeah. You know, like there's a slight return to nose, nose to tail, tail. now. Mm. But for many years we were so wasteful. Like people only wanted the breast or the thigh of all these animals. Mm. But it's actually, I think back then they were really resourceful. Yeah. And so whoever was so-called, quote-unquote, downstairs, you know, like in the Downton Abbey sense, with the cooks who would work downstairs. Oh, they're grabbing the spleens. They were out that morning getting as many hearts or beavers or deers, and they'd kind of break down the whole animal and find a different way to repurpose it in not just savoury dishes but sweet dishes. Well, this is, this is part of the thing. So one of the things that Henry loved was... So it, it was unroyal to eat vegetables 
or um, or raw fruit. Look, I think we can come so, out and say vegetables are cat's piss. I'm going to make yeah. that call generically oh, and broadly. Oh, Sorry, I Andrew. I love, love a vegetable. Cats pajamas to vegetables. Yeah, I'm so, so he didn't eat vegetables. He didn't eat well, vegetables. This, this kind of explains his figure a little because he would have been pretty clogged. Yeah, he was. They, 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 there's a scientist who's actually, they dug up the um, body of Henry VIII. That would have been a did, big job. And they did some analysis on the colon. Like apparently there was sort of... Um, Leftover well, remains. Imagine yeah, sure. having that on your work order for the day. Exhume Henry VIII and find out what's in his colon. Yeah, check how many beaver tails are stuck in his colon. And apparently, his farts would have been absolutely toxic, according to this um, person, because because it was like four times the level of some um, sulfur dioxide gas could because of be his diet. Yeah, because of his diet. Could that be oh. why he lost so many wives? It wasn't that they were hung or whatever. It was a Dutch. Oven. <laughs> well, like, no, they, what, just, what a, they just choked. What a pressure, though, on the day. So he's done all that work, sending the hearts and getting the woman over, you know, on the promise of food, but the whole time he's just wanting to blow off, but knows if he does, the date is ruined. <laughs> like, he's just holding them in. <laughs> You've got a real pressure situation there, don't you? Anyway, so so he did. He wouldn't um, have vegetables. Uh, I mean, it, it, they would literally just be used as garnish that you would decorate the meal with and the then whole, he'd, he'd get the, rid of them. The way you we use parsley, he'd put a mm. Whole head yeah. of cauliflower on his garnish. Yeah, but what? Yeah. <laughs> right, a whole salad and and kale. Apparently, there was Caesar lots, salad. Lots of kale. It would be sprinkled over the meat. You know. Spit oh, he was trendy in. then. He was yeah. very tra- yeah, trendy. trendy. Yeah. He was a hipster. But, but, oh, yeah. but, but what they did do was they um, they would cook and stew fruit yes. and bake it into. The, the meat and the and they used a lot of sweeteners. Um, oh, like the apple in the in the pig's mouth. To, mouth to the extent that they the amount of sugar that the the courtiers um, ate was as much as we eat today in terms of those refined sugars. You know, in the fruit. soft drinks Whoa, and things like that. Yeah, really? just from boiling fruits. Yeah, from boiling fruits. So it's and, almost a jammy kind of consistency. So, so one of the recipes here is um, a Tudor mince meat pie, mm. and it's basically. Fruit. It's minced fruit with minced meat. Was well, that how the Christmas thing got yeah. confused? So you've got we have got a mince meat pie in Australia that's beef, mm. and, and in the UK a mince pie is, is full of full of Christmas kind of fruit. Is it? Is that how they got that confusion? I think that is right because yes. you know, like the celebrity chef Heston Blumenthal is very mm. interested in historic recipes. And Foams. He, he has a restaurant in England called Dinner, which actually celebrates old medieval English recipes. And yeah, he I think. Well, one of his famous recipes is something called meat fruit. I don't know if you've oh. seen the photos of this, but it comes to the table as a impeccable, shiny, glossy, delicious mandarin, mm. and you just want to pick it up. But if you cut into it, as per back in the court days, it's actually a chicken liver pate mm. designed to look like fruit. So they actually love doing sleight of hands and illusions with a lot of their meals. Because I think the chefs were not... They got, they were kind of high artists. Oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. And, and you know, they'd been set the task of, well, you need to have 20 different types of meat. That's true. A da- yeah. a, a da- every day. <laughs> so I, I you, think, would, you would have to be creative. I think the mandarin with the parte inside, <laughs> we should serve that on modern menus and just call it vegetarian surprise. <laughs> then, can we, just as an exercise, can we go around the table, and Charles, you count, yeah. to see if we can even name 20 meats. Yeah, that okay. you'd oh, feasib- be interesting. So Ooh, we'll start with challenge. the obvious ones, lamb. 
Well, this is <laughs> this is uh, making me understand why they started eating things like grouse. So I'm going to put grouse in there. Mm. Well, why are you jumping straight to bloody grouse? We start with lamb and you go to grouse. That's ridiculous. <laughs> yes, the saves. second one is the second right. one is chicken. You idiot. Thank you. All yeah, right. Okay, fair point. Um, beef, pork. Um, are there any other? Just, hang on, veal. No, that's no, just beef. We'll, no, we'll allow that. Yeah. We'll allow. Is that a different? Is I'll that allow. a different kind? No, well, let's call uh, that a separate. Meat. Not, not really. Veal's just a cruel. Oh, no, no, beef. actually, no, no. You're right. Actually, veal is is listed okay. as different, and so mutton. We can add mutton. Oh, okay, mutton, let's yeah. add mutton. Um, I'll throw in duck. Yeah, duck's pretty good. What can I have? My <laughs> other water birds, the turkey. Yes. Oh yeah. Swan. They, uh, Do they eat swans? They didn't have turkey. Um, <laughs> they didn't they, have turkey. They had they had swans and and cygnets. We can add that as two. Oh, oh they're uh, two. So, so the age of the of the thing is it makes yes. a whole different meat. Yes, definitely. Well, couldn't we just break it into more ages and come up with like you know a lamb at twenty different stages of his life? Well, they did. They actually <laughs> they distinguished between lamb and kid. What so about they cheated? Oh, right. They cheated to get their twenty a what day. What about goat? To get their twenty a day. Goat. They, oh, goat. They didn't have goat. That's not on the list. No, oh. I don't think that was in England. But they would have had like partridge. Mm. Uh, they would have had partridge. <laughs> they would have. Alan partridge. Have, yep. They or pheasant. Had. Is it a pheasant? Maybe. They had, Is that a, pe- <coughs> they had pheasant. Have we gotten to twenty yet? I feel like we've got. We've got, we've got all, about sixty. All the game birds. So guinea fowl. <laughs> Chris, I think you know a bit too much about <laughs> all this this pompous food. Well, can eating. I? Is it, can I give you a few, pl- then few extras? Would there be sort of stoat? Squirrel, woodchuck, badger. What about rat? Yeah, badger. Yep. Now, you said yeah. pheasant. What about peasant? <laughs> How far <laughs> did they take this thing? <laughs> well, to this very day, I think I think the Queen and Prince Philip sit down and munch on a few peasants. So do we? We kind of okay. got to twenty. You, no, you got to about <coughs> thirteen. Okay. But um, <laughs> oh, it's exhausting. Thrush. The, Thrush? Hang on. What? what are you talking about? I could believe Henry VIII yeah, had thrush, but not in yeah. that sense. <laughs> the little <laughs> the little birds. Oh, okay. uh, robins. Yeah. Oh, robins. Oh, they would eat robins just, and they'd eat them whole. They'd cook them whole. Oh, this is a cow. oh I didn't even say quail Poor in that category. Well, quail's not actually on the list. Yeah, right. Uh, uh, cranes. Cranes. Oh, all right. Buzzards. Oh, right. Buzzard. Buzzard. Yeah. Mallard. Oh, yeah. Teal. Well, it's like a duck. Woodcock. Oosels. That's so every time. Teal's an ugly colour. These are just all <laughs> shit birds, basically. Basically, they had a lot of good meat and then just doesn't a bunch it, of shit birds. Doesn't it beg the question why we're so limited with birds now? Like, because basically, you go to you know to Woolies or Coles and it's chicken, duck. If you don't even have pigeon, I, I think no, the answer is no. Why, no why, why don't we eat like seagulls and? Indian uh, miners and crows and magpies. The bin and chicken. Ibis, we could feed families forever on the ibis. I can answer that. I've had pigeon and it's horrible. It's delicious. I had a great <laughs> pigeon in China. No, it uh. tastes like greyness. Like it tastes, oh, yeah. it's all sort of right. grainy. Not, not and sweet and sour, deep fried, it's not. No, oh, yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. Anyway, so there are a lot of birds. <laughs> Is it actually cat's piss or cat's pyjamas to have to have 20 meats? At each meal, I think it's cat's piss because it seems to, he, that he's spread all the meats out over different courses. I'd find it a lot more impressive <coughs> if he combined all those meats in one dish. Mm. You know, like the tadakan. Like, oh. like if mm. he could put a guinea fowl up a robin, yeah. up a swallow, yeah. up a put a, a swan. Yeah. If, like yeah, Badger, if, you can, if you can stuff a, a beaver tail at the end wagon, mm. if, if you could yeah. stuff twenty animals oh. into each other and make just one dish, mm. genius. I th- then I'm oh, very, very excited. I'm with you there, Chris. All the way up to the whale. I think that's what you finish <laughs> with, and then present it. <laughs> would you Would you make it easy for yourself and make the whale the biggest thing that you then go down? 
you know, into <laughs> successively smaller animals to stuff inside? Or would you create a challenge for yourself and have to get a whale up a robin? <laughs> <laughs> well, the Heston Blumenthal, I think, would do the, would do the latter. Imagine, imagine if that. Domino's existed in the age of... Henry VIII, because you know, like oh, they, meat lovers. they have a meat lovers pizza. Oh, yes. Where, on the Met Domino's meat lovers, you get robin, you get guinea fowl, you get duck. You, like you just put all twenty. We put badgers in. We've got we've got lamb and mutton. <laughs> like, all of that would be fantastic. Slathered in barbecue sauce, so you can only yeah. taste the barbecue sauce. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so mm. <clears throat> so that was on non-fast days. There were, of course, two fast days to recover every every week. And all the way through Lent, you weren't allowed to to eat any of those meats at all. Right. Um, Killjoys. And, and in actual fact, during Lent, um, everyone had to completely fast during the day. It was a bit like Ramadan. And um, it was heresy. You, you could actually be, you know, com- um, convicted to death if you uh, broke fast during the day. And there, there's actually oh. several... Um, sort of minor nobles and things like that were actually killed during Henry VIII's well, time. But that's fair enough because we've all had meals so big that you just feel like you want to die afterwards. I think yeah. that, that's what this is. Well, well, that is serious dieting though. You know, I mean, they're putting the pressure on to you to well, stick to the diet is that if you eat, they kill you. The women's weekly should pick this up. So you're, you're saying that <laughs> it's way, actually cat's pyjamas, it, it, is it? It's it cat's pyjamas. I mean, that, that's the way to stop people eating. should be the new rule on The Biggest Loser, that if anyone's caught snacking, it's not that you're out of the show, you're out of <laughs> no. life. Like, oh, you're you're just killed. Can. They're bringing the firing squad. Yeah. <laughs> imagine the ratings. I know. <laughs> yeah, the jeopardy. <laughs> Can you imagine MasterChef and they, they, they've done the, the, the massive crock and bush tower, but it's a <laughs> Tuesday, so Matt Preston can't eat it. Can't eat it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but no, it's a good idea because I've had a Ramadan dinner and, and there is nothing like... You don't eat all day and you feel virtuous and special mm. and then you absolutely stuff yourself at sundown. Okay, so the, but there was one exception to Lent, which is that um, if you were part of the king's court, you could eat whatever you wanted on those days. <laughs> Go nuts. Oh. Yeah, and it was still – and the religious authorities said, well, that's still fasting. You're just fasting in the presence of the king – which means you can eat whatever you want. And presumably um, the king didn't take the foot off the pedal. He, no, he didn't take the foot off the pedal he at was all. He still calling for squirrel and badgers. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. But, but that's why you start your own religion because you're greedy guts. You don't want to have your days off. And so, but but what he did do was he, he forewent meat, except for like obviously grilled tail, yeah, great, great, beaver yeah. tails and things yeah. like that, and um, would, would have fish on these days, on Wednesdays Impressive. and Fridays, mm-hmm. um, including, and is this cat's piece or cat's pyjamas, Seal and porpoise. Well, you've got to break them down separately, Charles. Yeah, That's okay. a difficult one. Sorry. Yeah, because oh. someone might be pro-seal but think porpoise See, is ridiculous. I, yeah, I mean, I, I take the view that you'd never eat seal. Like, there are friends. I've been to the seal show at Tronga Zoo. They can spin balls on their nose, whereas porpoise fire at the fucking barbecue. <laughs> oh. Would you want your seal, if you were going to put it on a barbecue, still having to balance a little <laughs> beach ball on its nose? While you gr- like get entertainment while it grills? You could, you could trade the seal to climb onto the barbecue, couldn't you? you? Could. <laughs> um, oh, look, a seal would be fatty. So it's sort of there's part of me that just, you know, you know, like I don't like pork belly. It's just too much fat. Mm. You'd have to really render that down. But I no, I don't have a problem with him eating seal or porpoise. Well, so, so just um, on that fat issue though, uh, 75% of the meat that they ate was the fat. Like it was... Oh, they loved the fat. They loved the fat. Right. Yeah. Really? So and they'd actually, actually fact, cut off the meat. With yeah. <laughs> that was <laughs> a nice fatty cut of... 
talk. Yeah. See, this is oh. the, the problem with why British cuisine got so shithouse to the point where they considered dripping a meal. Because they thought the fat was, like, they got rid of the meat. The meat was the stuff you cut off and throw right. away. And they said the fat. And by the time you get to wartime food, it's just the fat with a mm. bit of bread. And, and, and in actual fact, the, the suet. So oh, what yeah. they would do is that they would actually add extra fat in addition to the fat that the yes. animal had to meals to yeah. make it more fatty. They'd bake yeah. it in suet or lard or yeah. something like yeah. that. Isn't it funny? <laughs> wow. and, and they didn't really render it down. They kind of just wallowed in, in the well, fat. that's like the duck fat chips that you have. I mean, chips are already deep fried, but you whack some duck fat on them and they, they're even fattier. And, and Brilliant. Some, some people actually say that um, Henry VIII had signs of scurvy oh. um, during <laughs> it, that he was huh? genuinely malnourished. Because <laughs> malnourished, the man who ate 20 meats a day. Yes. If only it was 21. <laughs> he would have I, been a picture uh, of health. I think, that's the, I think that's the problem with the Atkins diet, really, isn't it? You end up like Henry VIII if you really follow it. Um, oh, my goodness. He sounds like a real catch, this Henry VIII, doesn't he, with his farts he, and his sent, scurvy. If he sent you a heart, Andrew, would you, would you, <laughs> would you swipe right? <laughs> Andrew, were you... Piss or pajamas on the seals? Oh, oh no! Look, oh, no, cat, cats piss. I, I look. I'm with Dommy. I mean, a seal is a clever, cute animal. You know, plays balls. Goes arf arf. You can't eat an animal that says arf arf. I mean, a seal can practically talk. You know, but and, and, and if you and, followed uh, that rule, you would never eat dogs. So yeah, but and, and seal the most closely. It, it, that's true. The, the most uh, closely related animal to a seal is a dog, and apparently, yes. it actually tastes very similar. So no. we, does that change your mind, Andrew? <laughs> well, in that case. <laughs> Tell you what, the, the attitude my dog's been having recently, I think I'd be on board with this. <laughs> How would they serve it? Like, you know, like when you see the pictures of these big mm. um, courtly feasts, it, it's sort of whole animals. Like you see a whole peacock on the table with, a, with a, as Dom said, like an apple down its gullet or something. A seal's pretty yeah. big. Would you have got the whole seal as a centrepiece? Whiskers and all, mm. or would they have filled it up? No, 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 no. It's a centerpiece. Um, I actually know the answer to this one. Uh, uh. Which is, um, it would be on a spit, <laughs> and uh, as long as you were very rich, <laughs> you would pay a uh, spit boy to turn oh, the spit turn, all day. Turn the handle. Yeah, just turn the handle wow. all day. What a what dream job. There, you know, like there's. Countries in Scandinavia, I think it might be Norway, I want to say, that, um, and Canada, I think, some parts still club seals. They is, do, is yeah, that, the traditional indigenous. The pelts, or is that for food? No, it's because they don't like the song Kiss from a Rose. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, I think it's food. I think it's one of those things where, like like they whaling. Use the, they use the fat. Where they, it's a traditional uh, practice that they still do. Yeah, and I think actually isn't part of the point that if they didn't club the seals, then they wouldn't eat enough and they'd die. Like it, like for those indigenous communities. Sort of Inuit there, and so on. Yeah, it's don't, actually don't they, what, what about online? On, what about uh, online groceries? I mean, you know. Yeah, is, don't they get Uber Eats what, in those Eskimo communities? Yeah, or just get Hello, Hello Fresh. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yes, they probably have Hello Fresh people hassling them outside their igloo every morning. Guys, <laughs> yeah. oh, here's a $50 voucher. <laughs> yeah, surely you just call deliver igloo. <laughs> so I'll just read out to you, just sticking with the fast meal, this is what a fast <laughs> meal was. This is the day you're not eating. This is the day you're not eating. Um, soup, followed by herring, followed by cod. <laughs> Followed by lampreys, then pike, salmon, whiting, haddock, place, bream, porpoise, seal, carp, trout, 
Crabs, <laughs> lobsters, <laughs> custard. Well, so they're doing it tough. <laughs> custard, then, that's not a fish. <laughs> that's a oh, band. He, no, but he, they, he, loved, he loved custard apparently. Right. Yeah. Just, and when, so when you say Henry VIII had crab, no, are you sure finished what, yet? Yeah, hang on. Sorry, he's just started. This <laughs> 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 no, is just canapes. Yeah, <laughs> you were telling us about his love of custard. No, this is, this is literally just the first course. Right, Honestly, yeah. this oh, is just the, the first course. Can we well, just no get it? Sorry. So custard, tart, fritters and fruit, that was the first course. On a, the fast, first on a fasting first course. day. On a fasting day. Oh, that's that's the day with that's the easy day where yeah. you don't eat. Yeah. Every what? fish of the ocean. Ocean. <laughs> plus a few shellfish and throw a porpoise in as well. That's it's just a, entree. Yeah. It, it's a very yeah. interesting point to me because oh. we talk a lot about drift netting and how evil it is for the ocean. And I get that. But surely the problem is that we're not eating everything that gets caught in the mm. drift net. Like so surely we should actually be eating the dolphins. And the oysters and whatever, like like the old boots. You think that's, eat all of it. You think that's what Henry got right? That's, yeah, he ate the mm, bycatch. Ate everything. So if someone went out for trout, yeah. and got what, what were all those extra fish you just some lamprey yeah, yeah. and some place and some lamprey, just and, it all. Uh, haddock, haddock, uh, herring. They just you just throw it all. And was it like boiled as a sort of soup, a bouillabaisse, or was it more? You'd get a whole fish of each <laughs> or one of those species. Yeah. No, no, no. They were all individually served. This is the whole thing. He loved the variety. He loved. Wow. He loved each thing being its own feature. A smorgasbord. Is yeah. there a suggestion that there was a lot of leftovers? Or like, was no, it, because know, like, was it... he had 600 <laughs> guests a day. There oh, was, did he? There were 600 courtiers. Oh, I thought right. this was just him. No, this oh, is like, oh, yeah. I thought he was sitting down with 600 people to serve in him because so he... he needed that many waiters to put this food. <laughs> no, no. Oh, 600... so that's actually under-catering. If, he's, like, <laughs> if you're trying to feed 600, yeah. that's suddenly not an unreasonable menu. He, would, he would actually, yeah. I mean, just to clarify, he... So 600 people would sit in, in the hall and get to eat whatever he was eating, even on a fasting day. And, but he would usually actually sit off in a room called the privy, privy room or something. Does that um, mean it had toilet, a toilet in it? You'd want one pretty close. That's why they called it the Privy Council, because they'd have to cluster around the king while I was taking a dump. (laughs) I've got one of my toxic farts on the way. (laughs) (laughs) Too many lampreys I've eaten. (laughs) Cat's piss or cat's pyjamas for having to go out and get all those fish for the fasting day. Like... Don't you think that surely if you're the cook and you go, oh, thank God, it's a fasting day, I get to relax. Now, what's on the menu for, oh, my oh, God, yeah. <laughs> 20 types of fish and custard. Yeah. And, and there wouldn't have been like just a local fishmonger. Do you reckon they were actually going out in boats to hmm. physically haul, you know, throw some nets over, Jesus style? Or or would there have been a, a, See, a, no, a courtly Jesus, fishmonger? Jesus could have taken just the one lamprey and done the whole thing. And yeah, you could feed 500 quite easily. I'm sure 600 wouldn't have been a stretch for him. But, yeah, was there a local fishmonger to the court or would they, was it all line court? They were they were buying at market. Oh, okay. So, oh, well, that's cat's pyjamas. Mm. I, I think that, you know, it's nice. They could just pop down to the shops and, that is and come so... back with 20... <laughs> So Andrew Hansen, Melbourne hipster, to be like, oh, well, if there's a farmer's market involved, I'm Cat's Pajama. <laughs> In fact, actually, I know this. Um, by the end of uh, Henry VIII's rule... Um, there'd been such consolidation in the markets that it, there was <laughs> they a were se- selling so much. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they, they had these huge market halls um, that the court and everyone else would go to. That, uh, that it was something like seventy five percent of the market was controlled by one operator. A huge right. market hall with one operator. It's like the forerunner of IKEA. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> 
I know the problem was, because, you know, it was obviously a lot of fish to get back to, was it Hampton Court mm. where he hung out? Mm. And they put a plastic bag ban on, which really <laughs> screwed them <laughs> up. Yeah. It was like, really stuffed them around. <laughs> they had these lovely ones that were done by the local school kids, and they were yeah. only a dollar. Mm, I think yeah. the, I don't know if you guys have been, but in London, there's this fabulous market called the Billington Fish Markets, and they're always manned by people, you know, who, you know, sixth or seventh generation fishmonger, and they wear boaters and bow ties, and it's a very proud tradition of selling fish. I wonder, does anyone know here if, if they may have even descended from people who were selling fish to the court? Knowing England, that would be considered a, a new business that's just, <laughs> just set up, you know. It, it only dates back to Henry VIII's time. What about, <laughs> that's a starter. What about, yeah. Yeah, what about your East End thugs, the costermongers and all that kind of thing, the oyster sellers? In, aren't they, isn't that like the criminal trade in the East End? All the sort of pearly what, kings oysters? and queens and all that? Yeah. What are you talking about? In PG Woodhouse, there's lots of violent oyster sellers from yeah, the proletariat. You can get, like, it's funny because now it's probably ecstasy and crystal meth and stuff. But, mm. yeah, there was a black market for oysters. Oysters was the crystal meth of its day. It was. And you could oh, get it really? sharked, pre-sharked, maybe cut with a bit of shellfish. Like, it was <laughs> <all this stuff>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but there, No, but there was a lot of innovation during Henriette's time in food and beverage uh, service. One of the things, so that they didn't drink water. Nobody drank water. The, oh, what a waste the, of a drink that is. The only things they drank were ale and wine, right? And ale being distinct from beer. So ale, more like cider. During Henry VIII's time, they actually worked out that if you brewed it with hops, you could actually make beer. Hello. Right? You could actually make what we would now consider, you know, modern Beer. So we owe the invention of beer to Henry VIII. Well, no, because he then banned oh. uh, the use of hops because he thought that it was actually as toxic as sulphur. Yeah. And <laughs> ruining a good, really, really shit ale. Yeah, really, really? ruining a good shit ale. Yeah. He was probably smelling his own farts and thinking, this, is, this could get worse. <laughs> I'd better ban the hops. Well, one of the great <laughs> things about that, uh, haven't we all done a hoppy fart? Anyway, um, one of the great things about Though beer in those days is that they couldn't drink water because it wasn't pure. So yeah. you brewed it and suddenly it was actually something you could drink. That's why they took it on all those long sea right. journeys. And what was mead? Was That that was a sweet wine. That, that was honey. That was uh, Honey wine. That was fermented honey. And was that was that something he drank or was he more into wine as we'd know it? Uh, no, he, yeah, he was into sweetened wines. So he, he was, was into forti- fortified wines, so ports and sherries and... So he, and was he, like a, he was like a 15-year-old, in other words. M- mead, mead was actually a bit of... Like, mead was most popular about 500 years before. Right. Um, and so and, and, and mead basically liked West Coast wine cooler. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as long as it was made out of bees. Mm. We, mead, we thought... Charles and I, we, we drank yeah. a lot of mead once when we were young and we both thought it was cat's pyjamas. Back then, we thought it was wonderful, except for then, like, two hours later, we both thought it was cat's piss and never touched it <laughs> right. ever again. Yeah. It's very potent. It, it, yeah, it was horrendous. It's very quaffable at the time. Oh, but just, I mean, it's, it's toxic, worse than Henry VIII's farts or anything. I mean, just <laughs> well, made us feel sick to the bone. <laughs> again, West Coast wine cooler, it's what, consistent. What I don't get is when you read these accounts of just how much booze you know, these uh, kings and queens were getting down them, how, how on earth were they ruling and making sensible, sober decisions? Because if he's like starting at ten o'clock and he's on the beer and the and the wine and, and then all all the fish and the birds, mm. like is, when's when's what part of the day is he ruling? 
Oh, look, I think, Chris, this accounts for the mess of history, why they were always having these dreadful battles and wars and being shot in the eyeball with arrows because they were all pissed as farts and they they, you know, they were off their tree most of the time, these royals, weren't well, they? Well, it makes a lot of sense. And imagine the idea that you've got all these prisons and, and, like, what can we do about all the prison population? I oh, just sail around the other side of the world and... Just, just there's that bit of so great, just Australia. They were pissed the whole time. That's how our country, mm. our so country was was founded by a pissed has king. Our queen, then Her Majesty Queen the Second, she kind of let the side down. No, by sh- having brief moments she of has sobriety. Gin for breakfast. <laughs> yeah, she's never but, sober. But, she, but, but how many fish is she doing? Like, like she's <laughs> she seems relatively on top of her game. She's not like throwing people into the stocks or sending them to the guillotine. Maybe if she does a bit more wine. Beaver, fish, <laughs> wild game birds. Like, does, does she need to rediscover the tradition of Henry mm. VIII? I'm mm. with you, Chris. I, I think the Queen Elizabeth should have a lot more beaver. I think that's the takeaway <laughs> take from this discussion. It's interesting, though, like, just to think back, would you have actually preferred to live like that versus now? Like, would that have been a yeah, better Yeah, okay. okay. That's a good one. Cat's pyjamas or cat's piece to be Henry VIII. To be, well, I'd, I'd say, you know, probably cat's... Piss for me to be a to be a scurvy ridden, indigested, overweight man who be, who can't get it up and beheads his wives. I, I don't think that sounds like the the happiest life. Yeah, see, I would have said cat's pajamas. You eat whatever you want. You're feasting all the time. You have heaps of wives. You you hate the church so much. You start your own one. But then you say he's a prude, and I go, no, nah, it's cat's piss. Henry VIII is cat's piss. Hey, look, for me, it's cat's pyjamas, and, and even just saying the word cats makes me want to eat one. <laughs> <laughs> cat's pyjamas or cat's piss with The Chaser was written and presented by The Chaser, created in collaboration with Podcast One Australia, producer Alex Mitchell, sound production by Darcy Thompson and Matt Nikolic. For more episodes, go to podcastone.com.au, download the Podcast One app, or search... Cat's Pyjamas on Apple Podcasts.